Level Up Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vero, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina. Welcome, welcome to episode 26 of the Level Up Latina podcast. And today, in honor of Friendsgiving, we're going to be talking about friendship tales and how to make friends after high school and college. Take it away, Vero. Hola, hola. Soy Veronica. Veronica Burgos Gudiel. Y para hablar de las amistades and friendships in English, um, <laughs> this is not an easy one, you guys. This is, I love my friends and we all want to have friends and we want to be the person that's included in everything. Mm-hmm. But it gets to a point as you get older, it is harder. Different things in life happen. Life happens. You kind of lose touch in a sense with some of your friends, even with your closest friends. I know mm-hmm. with like for you ladies, nos vemos, nos vemos ahora más seguido because we do the recording of the podcast. Exactly. We have our meetings for La Bola Platina. Exactly. But even then, it didn't mean that we didn't love each other and respect our friendships and wanted to be present. It just so happened that life happened. We're all at the point of our lives where we have families. But mm-hmm. prior to that, we were very busy women when it came down to our careers and just life in general. If we weren't working, we were trying to balance it with something to do, a travel adventure, some sort of experience. It wasn't something where we had specific times to be able to see each other. We had a little bit more time. Like we would go on those trips to Vegas occasionally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We would have reunions and would see each other a little bit more. But now it does become more challenging and you have to prioritize that time for your friends. So sometimes for new friends, so as your friendship circle starts getting smaller because it's harder to get, see each other and communicate and mm-hmm. be there, it becomes more difficult to even make friends because you are so busy. You're trying mm-hmm. to keep in touch with the friends you already have. Ooh, besito. Sorry, guys, I got distracted by the vessel. Sorry, I'm very intimate love. But I'm here. Friendships, friendships. Your mm. husband is also mm. your friend. Mm. Yes, friendships and French kisses. He's a goofball. He's moving into the. Tell him I just made out with his nose. Oh, Vettel just made out with your nose. Love it. Love it. So it's just hard. It's hard to keep maintaining. It really is. We are so busy. And for me, I know I have a, we have a hashtag with some of the other girls. We say hashtag no new friends. Just because it's so hard. And it's so hard to like create new memories with friends. Mm-hmm. But there, there is possibilities. There are chances. Like I haven't had a chance to make mom friends. Not many. Because I've been to the, the, mm-hmm. the classes with my kids. To the little gym. Or to the music class. Or to the swim class. But mm-hmm. you would think that a lot of moms would be willing. You know, we, we want some adult time. We want to make friends that are moms. A lot of the women I've interacted with or the dads. They're not willing. Most of them, my friends are my kids right now. That's sad, but it's true. <laughs> yeah. And that's I'm like, okay. Up, guys? <laughs> no, as, you, as you get older, it's like friendships evolve and change. And as you get older, it's so easy to make friends in high school. I think everybody's trying to keep up with everybody else and be liked, to be popular and puberty and all that stuff. Then you get to college. Like college is the perfect bubble. You're all living the same life. If you live in a college campus, it's incredible, easy. And if you're lucky, it's like no drama kind of friendships. We were really lucky that we had, right. you know, our fight here and there, but we were not catty bitches for the most part. So we had great friendships till this day, really strong relationships. But as you get older, you're not in those bubbles. I mean, usually it's like the people you work with, maybe that become good friends. 
And even then, how many jobs have you left where you really stay close to people mm-hmm. that you used to work with? That doesn't always mm-hmm. happen. But in some cases, you're lucky and you have that. And then in like your kids' schools, like maybe you make friends, maybe you're involved. I think sometimes those relationships revolve around your kids' friends. So Vero, I'm with you. It's like your friends become your best friends if they're your kids, maybe mm-hmm. your neighbors, maybe your coworkers. But it's a bit harder. It's a bit more challenging. So no new friends. I get that. And if you can find great friends when you're older, I'd say for us in Level La Platina, some of the best places that we have found new friends, other business owners, other women that are also building their businesses, doing great things, their mothers, their athletes, in Ceci's case, you know, meeting other women that run or meeting other twin moms. In my case, meeting other CEOs and meetings that I go to. So that's a really great place to make new friends and your similar hobbies. But otherwise, I think it's it's cool to have the friends that you had since you were in college and since you were in high school and maybe even have less of them. Because as you get older, your, your clique gets smaller. Your friends mm-hmm. get tighter. You're not going to have an abundant amount of friends maybe, but you're going to have a lot of good friends and you're going to have people you can turn to, count on, cry with, yell at, all that good stuff. But if your group got smaller, that's okay too, man. No new friends and just real friends from this point forward as you get older. It happens. Real friends I for think, sure. I, we've shared yeah, this. We've, was, some yeah. of us have been dropped by friends and people, we've dropped friends too. Yeah. And there's no questions asked. Things happen. Life happens. I want to, I would like to know answers. Just sometimes I'm just like, I'm curious. Why don't they talk to me anymore? <laughs> no, but really. At, at the same time, I'm like, who cares? You know what? If they don't yeah. want me in their life, I'm not going to force myself upon your life. No. Bye. Te deseo lo mejor. Te me cuidas. Que Dios te bendiga y te guíe. Suerte. That's awesome. My my nephew is the best. He says, you know, I fuck with people who fuck with me. So, you know, I threw it out there before I said, before I said, you know, vulgarities were coming but it's kind of true you know if you and that's even with family there are friends that are your family too and sometimes they're not in the same space with you and they're not effing with you so you don't have to f with them like don't worry don't force it don't push them those that want to be in your life great you know i went on vacation to greece recently with a friend from middle school and high school and there's no reason why she and i hadn't seen each other in the last i don't know five to six years we just kind of hadn't with different schedules we live close by we just hadn't really made you know, time for each other, caught up at each other's parties. And when I was going on this trip, I randomly said something about it on Instagram. She's like, I'm down. I'm like, I'm serious. Let's do this. We had a great vacation together. And this girl and I, we went to our senior class trip in high school. And I love this girl. And I feel she loves me. We just hadn't made time for each other and seen each other. But that doesn't mean that anything dramatic had to happen. We just weren't in each Mm -hmm. other's lives. But it was Mm -hmm. very interesting because on social media, people were like, you guys are friends? I'm glad you made up. We never not were friends. It's weird, right? (laughs) Or people were like, oh, so good to see you together again. It was just interesting. But I love those kinds of relationships that for whatever reason, like people hang or don't hang. And I've seen her a few times since and it's great. And we're still friends, no doubt. But sometimes people drift away and sometimes there's a reason. Sometimes there's no reason. So yeah. you don't have to make a thing out of it at all. Don't even take it personal. People are probably just in a different stage. Sometimes friends are just going through it. They're isolating from everybody. I've had friends that when they gain weight, suddenly they don't want to hang out. Or the classic, when people get into new relationships, they don't want to oh hang my out. God. Yeah. They got a new boo. And you know, some of us have been that person where it's like, oh, your boo is your everything, right? So, hey, don't take it personal. I'd love to be friends still, even if you're getting booed up, gaining a little weight, life is changing, become a parent maybe, and there's a group of people that aren't parents. So all these life stages affect your friendships. So my tip of the day is don't assume. If there's a close friend of yours that you love and that is drifting apart, don't assume that you know why. If that person means a lot to you, try, keep trying. And honestly, ask. Maybe you can ask if you feel like your friendship with someone has changed and you're wondering what that's about as respectfully as possible, as I statement-ish as 
as possible. Ask those friends that are drifting away if there's something that maybe you did wrong. Otherwise, you don't want to ask. If it's not that place, let those friendships go. So my tip of the day is F with people that want to F with you. And if someone means something to you, ask them what's up if you find them drifting away. I feel like you a bitch. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I, statement, I feel like you need to be in my life. I feel like I can't do any wrong. So you need to be mm. revolving around me. Yeah. I need to yeah. be your orbit. No, no, cierto. But yeah. yeah. No, I was going to say, I couldn't agree with both of you more. I mean, life gets busy. We started having kids. By the way, Vero is eating candy right now. So if you guys hear somebody I'm gurgling so around, that's Vero. Go ahead, Ceci. Life it's gets not busy. Dick. It's nerds. So I was going to say, I'm saying that I I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, life gets busy. Um, You know, we started having kids. So all these things make make keeping in touch really, really difficult. There was a time where Lisa and I used to call each other, talk on the phone every single day, every single day, just to check. And I think this is when she was living in, in LA. So we would call each other every single day, weekends, everything. And I think once she got married and then she had a vida at, it, you know, conversations turned into like once a week or even less than that. And I, I mean, I understood I, I, she has a kid, like it's, it's, it's really hard to keep in touch, but I would try to check in. I, I feel like I've always been that friend that I try to check in like, Hey, como estas? even though if it's been years or months that I haven't talked on, on the phone, like I would always use my, my commute to, to and from work to check in on friends, como estas? or like, Hey, let's talk on the phone. We haven't talked in a while now as a mother i get it it's hard kids running around to to have time to check in on your friends and it's also hard to make new friends and i've in fact haven't made friends with other moms that are moms of singletons actually i've made friends with twin moms singletons so prejudiced like i i've tried you know like you said like going to different parent groups or like the library or ballet but for some reason that yeah, relationship with that new mom doesn't work it hasn't developed my friends that I've had from the get-go are you guys, like, you know, friends in college, the friends that you were promised, Irene. I recently read that blog you wrote about mm-hmm. the dollhouse. Remember mm-hmm. that? Oh, I, I love it. it. I came across it. I, well, actually, no, I remembered you wrote that, and I was trying to search for it, and it's still on Facebook. I, 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 I found it, and that's what you said. These are the friends that I was promised, the friends that I would make in college. People yeah. said that when you go to college, it's the friends that you make in the college years are the friends that you'll have forever yeah. and the best friends. And it's true, Veto, and it's true, Ceci. And I say, you know, true. go to college for that. Go to college not for your major, but for the friendships, for the fun, yes. for the joy, yes. the experience. If you have a young adult in high school grappling with whether or not they should go away to college, oh my God, go. We're talking about friends. Go friends to for college. Life. Friends for life. Those are the friends that you were promised when you were young and you said you're going to make the best friends in college. You sure will. And we've said this before. These are the friends that came our bridesmaids in our weddings. Like you guys are comadres. These are the friends that became family and we're still in touch. Now, as we were saying, as as mothers, it's, it's really, really hard to make new friends, new mom friends. But for some reason, with my twin mom group, we, we all clicked, I think, because we all went through a really challenging time with two newborns at the same time that we all had that like oh my god let's unite let's share stuff let's share stories let's exchange numbers and these were moms that i was texting with 
four of them, or three of them, I guess I'm the fourth one. We would text each other in the middle of the night when we're pumping or breastfeeding because we, we got each other. We knew what, you know, what was going through our heads and just everything we were living in. Those are the only new friends that I've made after motherhood, essentially. That's great advice, Tessie, because you're basically saying it's so much easier to bond with people that are going through similar experiences as, as mm-hmm. you are. So in, mm-hmm. in in many ways, if you're going through a breakup, then, you know, reach out to those friends that maybe went through something similar. We talked about this in the previous podcast about mentors and meeting people that go through what you're maybe going to go through down the road. Maybe that's people that are newly single again, and you're newly single. Maybe that's people who are young single moms. Find those people mm-hmm. that have common interests, common struggle, because if you're having a tough time making friends, it could just be that there's something off. You're in different life cycles. You're in different life journeys. So it's sort of hard to mm-hmm. relate. But if you find people that you can relate to, I love that, Ceci, you said, two in the morning pumping. Well, you obviously know those twin moms are probably up at two in the morning pumping. So those are the ones you reach out to. For us, it's the women in business. I find that young entrepreneurs, women that are getting after it, Latinas that are kicking butt, running their businesses right now, right, Vero? We're like running in that circle at those networking events and we're feeling connected to them and finding that we're building friendships around this common identity of trying to get our businesses off the ground. And it's beautiful because there's amazing women out there just doing amazing things and in different stages of their lives. So find friends in those stages of their lives and you'll find that it's just a bit easier to relate and to turn to one another because of the joint struggle or experiences or joint I should say yeah Yeah. and then sometimes you know there's friends that come in for those moments in time and it doesn't Mm -hmm. necessarily you may not might reconnect later but they are essential for that moment I know I've made a few friends from from after like my breakups and especially the the last breakup I had with um with the cheater the cheetah we'll call him the cheater the cheater (laughs) <laughs> and after that, I mean, it took me a while to get back out. I was just so down on myself. That's when I started, you know, running and doing my ther- like my therapy and doing all these things for me because it was finally time to get back to me, right? I started to, I had not been out in a long time. I used to go out so much prior to that and I was always out and about. Then I got, you know, I got booed up and I stopped going out. I, my friends would be like, where are you? Why aren't you coming to this gathering? I'm like, oh, well, I just, you know, I'm, I'm busy or I'm doing this pretty much because he didn't like going out. We ended up breaking we up. We knew that, Vero. We knew that. We knew that he was a sourpuss and we did not like that about him. Oh, I know you guys knew. Mm. It was so funny. But I didn't know yet that he wasn't going to be the one. It was until I realized it that I was able to make a change. Oh, no, I, don't, so, I didn't know that he wasn't the one. I just knew he didn't like socializing. And I was oh, like, yeah, my he goodness, they don't love socializing. Like, this is going to be an interesting match because we can be opposites to our partners. Mm-hmm. So believe yeah. me, like I, I was, I didn't think he was going to be a cheater or anything. I just thought, wow, he's not as social as Vettel. That really made it challenging. It took some time. I, was, I didn't drink. I was just t- cleansing detoxifying of all this other stuff that was going on when I finally am ready to be out and make friends I really quickly bonded with the people that I went out with um so it was like one of my you know one of the girls and it was just we both had gone through similar things she had gone through a really bad breakup I had been devastated with my breakup so we're like you know what together we're like you know what we're just gonna do our thing together we're gonna conquer the world we're gonna break cards we're gonna just have a good time we're not gonna get booed up nothing it was great and she i still appreciate her it was a great time and now occasionally we do check in on one another and when i do get to see her it's great but now that i became a mom we're just at different things she's not she's single she's still working every day she's still doing her thing and it's just become a little bit more challenging to meet up and see each other not that i don't appreciate her but she was so valuable at the moment where i needed her the most and i think that we both gave one another that 
there, you know, like, you know how you say most people think soulmates are just, you know, you and the person you're uh, that you fall in love with and or you're, you know, the person yeah. in your life. Mm-hmm. I think your friends are your soulmates. Absolutely. Friends can friends can be soulmates. And this person, I, I mean, to this day, I love her to death, but it's just mm-hmm. one of those things where I don't get to see her because we're just living. Our paths are just going in different directions. We're doing different things. And I wish her the best all the time. And it's not like she's not a friend that I'm like, you're cut off. I'm done with you. It's more of a, if we are able, if our paths meet again and we're open and we see each other, great. But I understand what you're doing. You're doing you and I'm doing me. And that's perfectly okay. Wow. I just sound like that was my girlfriend. My girlfriend. <laughs> but you know, it's a friend. And it's still come friend. back into your life for a different season and a different reason. That's the point, yeah, right? That, that's exactly. how it works. Yeah. That's how it works. And I love the friendships that are like this friendship that we have between the three of us that we grew up together. We were in our early 20s figuring each other out. We know what makes each other tick, our personalities. And no matter where we are, when we come back together, when the nine or 10 of us that went to college together and are really close come back together, it's just like no time has passed. We love each other so much. We crack each other up. The old Mm -hmm. jokes are still hilarious. The new jokes become the new conversation of the day. (laughs) Talk to you. or any other stuff that we used to say. It's beautiful. You know, we recently had a little reconnection kind of thing at my house. You guys remember when we all kind of were in town? Tessa, you were in town and Belen came over. Yara came over. It was really nice. Lisa was in town. So we all sort of got together for that. And my friend from work was there and she just, we're sitting in a circle. We're all like holding hands all of a sudden saying like chants that we said in college. And I remember the next day at the office or a couple of days later, she was like, it was so cool. Like your friends were so cool. It was just so funny. And the way you guys are. And I think to myself, like some of those girls I hadn't seen in years, but you brought us back together and it's like no time has passed at all. So fiddle for this friend that whoever this is that you're speaking of, you know, you'll have your moments and maybe they'll be down Mm -hmm. the road and maybe they'll be many years from now, but that's true friendship. So don't get down on yourself. That's friendships go that way. So if you're listening and you're thinking you're missing someone in your life that was a good friend of yours, maybe reach out or maybe look forward to that time when you will come back into each other's lives because just, it's just a matter of time. You can't stay away. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's also, um, you know, important to check in, you know, yep. try to stick connected, even a little text message here. Hey, como estas? I was thinking about you. I think this year, I, you know, all three of us, actually, we, we celebrated our, our 20th uh, reunion from high school. And we got to get together with one of my um, high school classes. Vero, you were here for that reunion. And just flipping through... Uh, through the yearbook and what we wrote to each other, that just kind of made you made me reminisce my friends, you know, in high school. And we like my, th- my the three of us, and we apparently made a, a pact, or we decided like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna take this Cancun trip. And 20 years later, we never took that Cancun trip. So <gasps> I'm gonna up like, hey, qué pasó con nuestro Cancun trip? We should try to do it maybe with our families at some point, ya que you know, ya que se pueda. Pues sí, ahora ya tienen, los, todas tienen sus niños, no tienen sí, familia. Ya todos tenemos familia, so, yeah. But, you know, thanks, Thanksgiving is a really good time to ha- make an excuse to get together with friends, right? Yeah. Like, I know yeah. that that's here in Mexico mm-hmm. right now, but every year, I think we we talked about this topic because of Friendsgiving. Yeah. A lot of people take the opportunity to celebrate Friendsgiving instead of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So every year around the holidays, use that excuse to sort of reach out with friends and get them together give yourselves a reason to reach out. So if it's kind of awkward and you haven't been in touch with someone, I think that's a really good segue to get into someone's life. Yeah. Is to, And it doesn't have to be at your house. It doesn't have to be elaborate. It can be an afternoon at the park. It can be a potluck. It can be at a restaurant. Whatever's cost effective for you in your life. If you have kids, for sure at the park. If you're single, I don't know, meet at a bar. Find yeah. a reason to reconnect with people's lives around the holidays, especially when people are feeling particularly festive and bonding. I think Friendsgiving, take 
advantage of that. If you listen to yeah. this just before Thanksgiving, just know that that's the best time to kind of reconnect with people like Ceci is saying. Vegas for uh, Mexican Independence Day. I love that trip. And I, I feel oh, like good. I've been saying this for a couple of years. Like, let's let's all go. Like, we great should idea. do it for, you know, with our husbands. Now that we're married, we're going to, you know, we're, you know, we're going to have a great time. So we should try to aim for next year, 2020. Oh my God. I remember when, when, when Lisette took Leo to Mexican independence and a couple other couples. Do you remember this? They went to Vegas. That was oh, a crazy I don't know, episode. but I saw it and I got so jealous. Oh, oh yes. I remember. That okay. was our trip. What that do you mean you're taking your husband and these other couples that none of us ever so have seen in our lives, but obviously they're friends of them. Yes. <laughs> There's them. I yes. don't think I learned to speak English. Um, <laughs> If Lisette is listening to this, at some point she's going to say payback for that one time the girls got together oh, and went to Santa Barbara without me. Without she didn't me. speak to us for like a year Wait, because exactly. oh, so we funny. had this like reunion. The only bad. reason why she finally talked to me was because um, I I got engaged and I called. She's like, oh my God, why didn't you call me right when it happened? And I said, well, because you weren't talking to me. So, so I told her like two days later. I know we broke her heart. If you're listening, Lisa, mm-hmm. you know we love you. We thought of you yeah. every step of the way. All of our friends, we love all of you. We thought of you and, and decided as friends to not invite you. To so. exclude, to exclude <laughs> you. The story is actually really funny because we were like staying at this random lady's house in Santa Barbara. She was like this Ooh. older lady and she was a blonde and I just Set Lisa oh, a picture of this lady oh, and this lady with the big blonde hair, nice. and I was yeah. like thinking I didn't know Lisa was pretty hurt about it, and I'm like, oh, don't worry, honey, you've been replaced, and I oh, sent her this lady's photo. She was so pissed. I'm like, oh my god, typical Irene. Like I shouldn't have joked too soon, Shots way fired. too soon. But I was very apologetic to Lisa. I knew she was in her stage <laughs> of being upset with us, and I was always very like, I love you, I miss you. Hopefully, you forgive us. Don't worry, said I wasn't invited either. Oh no, no, oh, but it's like it's not like that, Vero. Oh my God, yeah, they have they have to talk with. See how how misunderstandings happen. The thing is, and I'm going to stop out. the recording now. No, Get out of here. You know what? Level up, Latina is just going to be Latina up. Me and Ceci. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and that's where I stop the recording. If it's just going to be me. I can't do this without you guys. No way. That's the mm. best part of friendship. Try running a business with your friends. Oh my goodness. If you can do that, you, you could do anything. We drive each yes. other crazy, don't we? We do. We, do. we have such Honestly. unique personalities. We have such different personalities, which is good and bad, probably. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit of everything. Hola, Another husband. Wow, we've had two husbands make an appearance today. We need little to come. I love that he's only wearing his beard. That's great. Oh, I know. He's naked and there's nothing but his beard. That's friendship. That's friendship. When you can see your man naked, when you can see your man naked, that's friendship. He's got a hairy ass chest. This is the most friendshipy podcast ever. How did I didn't know so, he had such a hairy chest? How did, how did he know? Oh, oh, I did. <laughs> Just kidding. Gorilla Jaguar over there. How what is? If you're listening, no, So if you're listening to our podcast right we're now, out of the so we, we record. We record using this awesome app and this program where we're able to see each other at the same time and record. That way we can kind of keep the conversation flowing and know where we're at. So if 
there will be appearances. There have been appearances by special guests, either our kids, our kids. or our Harry husbands. and our husbands. Are, and we just, uh, uh, our friend Ceci here, our dear Ceci, has a very handsome husband who happens to be <laughs> able to grow a full beard. He has a full head of hair. He's um, very young and handsome, like I said. And he just happened to show us his bear, strong bear, bear beard. beard. I was caressing it through the through our video camera. And then my husband also had a cameo, and he cannot grow a beard, so his little baby face, non whiskered lips came over and said hello. So see, we're also very indifferent. See, my husband made made the appearance. He did. He was in his awesome muscle shirt, looking all muscular. Mm -hmm. You better stop. I think it's perfect that our husbands showed up on our friendship podcast. They are our best friends. They are our best friends. friends. Yeah, my best friend. They. Best friend, but I totally like him. Oh god, <laughs> he's like my close friend. Me aguantado todo, my best friend. I love it. Me too. To him, I'm sure. He's like my only friend. I'm just kidding. <laughs> him and the kids and this microphone. Like, and this microphone, my best friend. No, I remember trying. You know when we label our friends? Sometimes we do label our friends and, and we don't do it on purpose. This was a this was this was freshman or sophomore year. Where were we living in the apartment? No, it was sophomore year. And I had our friends that would always come visit. Alba, of course, my friend Alba. You guys have met who her. You guys my relative her. who's really yeah, my relative. And my friend Jackie, who was my like best friend, you know, yes, because best friends it, it could be anyone, but we just feel like only one person can have that label when we're young. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they Chances came to visit. Best friends were when you were young are no longer your best friend. Best friend is a lot of best pressure, friend. but go ahead. go ahead. Oh, no, it is. It's definitely a lot of pressure. And that's one of the persons that deleted me from their life. But anyway. See, but no. I've been deleted oh. by so-called base, best friends. Mm. It's okay, though, because I'm fine. Okay, I'm not crying. <laughs> You're crying. <laughs> so they came to visit to Santa Barbara where I'm introducing them to some of the new neighbors. And for some reason, I introduced Jackie first, my friend Jackie. And I go, this is my best friend, Jackie. And then I turn to Alba and I go, and this is my close friend, Alba. Why couldn't <laughs> I have just introduced, these are my friends, my childhood uh, friends. Uh-oh. Yeah. So I remember my friend uh, Alba was very hurt by that. She was like, well, I'm just your close friend. And oh my gosh, she did not let it go. But I didn't know that things like that can actually hurt you. Because if you tell mm-hmm. someone me, I'm like, Oh no, I probably am their be- their close friend. I'm probably not their best friend. I'm not the one talking to them every day. I'm not that. But I'm very different. I'm a, I'm a weirdo. I'm you know I was a girl that was a tomboy. I was very boyish. I have I was the girl that was best around the boys because the girls are just too much. The first time I was ever around so many women was freshman year, and we started Hermanas Unidas at Santa Barbara. It was just it just took me a while to have those female friendships. So I I felt like there was that important the important use of the labels. So me saying my best friend and my close friend, I'm like, they're both mutually good, right? Because they're both tend to be close. And like, the closer you are, the better you are. They're both a compliment, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just remember I hurt my friend's feelings just by doing that. And after that, I realized I don't even know why I use the label. I don't like using the label. I don't, I've never liked it. But I did it then. And after that, I was like, I'm never, ever, ever going to say this is my best friend or this is this. It's just like, this is my friend. If you're my friend, you're my friend. Get the chingaste. You better be best. You better be close because we're staying together forever. You're not getting rid of me. Unless, well, you might. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting rid of you. 
yet. <laughs> yeah, best friend is such an interesting, I don't know. There's also pressure with the word best. Like, yeah, just be friends. As Besties. you get older, I think just good friends. And Vettel, you learned the hard way, right? Because you said to one best and one to yeah. close. You called close. But I, many of my best friends have sort of turned into being not the best of friends after all. So I think just having real people in your lives is something you have to value and seek out and continue to be continue to be the best friend you can be to everybody just as the best person not necessarily striving to have that place in their life mm-hmm. but my goodness my goodness friendships they come in all shapes and forms they sure do from your sure spouse do. to your children to your friends from college to the new friends you'll make it's incredible and to it the is. young ladies out there that are looking to make friends and you're maybe i don't know if you have any how many young girls listen to our podcast but if you're young and you're either in college or your community college or you're transitioning or transferring or you're starting your new job and sometimes it's not it's just in general it's not easy to make friends but we have to open ourselves up if you want to make friends you have to send out it's like when you're looking for a partner you have to send out the vibe that you're looking for the partner right you have to dress a certain way or put yourself out there uh-huh. it's the same way with friendships if you people don't know you want to make friends and unless you put out that signal in a sense that you're looking to make friends. So be open to yeah. new things. Be open to hanging out. Oh, you know, uh, I'm going to go, let's say a group of people are saying, we're going to go hiking. Maybe you're not a hiker. Be like, hey, I'm not much of a hiker. I'd love to join you guys. Are you guys going to meet up for lunch after? Do something like that where, hey, maybe you don't necessarily have to do certain things, but put yourself out there slowly and just be like, oh, I need friends. I'm looking for friends. Maybe mm-hmm. you don't want to sound desperate by saying, I need friends, please. But just put yourself out there. And it's not easy. And sometimes you're going to ma- meet people and you think it's headed in a, in a, in a strong relationship kind of bond to become that friend, a good friend. And then it ends up being not what you expected. That's okay. Some people are not comfortable being themselves. So they present themselves to you in a different way. And you slowly, you know, unravel them and unwrap them and you see that this is not the person you want to be friends with. That's okay. So you, it takes a while. It takes a while to really develop a friendship and re- develop a relationship that's trustworthy, that's open, that's honest. And that's what friendship is, right? You, you want to be as raw and as, po- as open as possible yes. with these so that you can be your true self. And a lot of people are afraid of being their true selves because they think that not everyone can handle that. But as long as you're open and that person feels comfortable being open with you, friendship is definitely going to be available and open to, for you. It's you, you're putting yourself out there. It's you jiving with people that you're going to jive with. It's you, you know, like Vettel said, being explicit about your journey, that maybe you're in a place and a space where you're trying to make new friends. And maybe it's you no longer being in a friendship with those that just don't make sense. So don't also keep the wrong friends around. Uh, mm-hmm. We had a post last week about just like toxic family members and that goes for friends. You know, they don't necessarily yeah. deserve a spot in your life. So if you've outgrown people, that's okay too to sort of move forward. It can get lonely while you're trying to find uh, other people that are growing in the direction and the path that you're growing in. But it's also okay to close the door if a friendship is not making you feel good. If you are feeling kind of drawn into someone's drama or their lack of growth or anything. You know, people just go through really rough times and you can't, just like with family, you can't just be in their lives just because you're ride or die. They might not be good for you anymore. So be careful of the people that you also get sucked into their world because of this label of friendship that may not be good for your world. And it could be something as simple as someone in your life is doing drugs and you don't want to do drugs. Someone in your life is dating someone toxic and you don't want to be around that person. Mm -hmm. It's okay to grace exit any relationship or friendship that is just not serving you and maybe not serving that friend the lifestyle itself so do not feel like you need to burn yourself out also to remain in friendships 
True that. Covered it yeah. all. Yes, from, from friendships that we made in college, the friends that we were promised, staying open, feeling the vibe, staying connected. And I mean, you, you put it best. I think at this point, when we're getting older, we have less friends, but I think now it's more quality over quantity. Yeah. You know, to Absolutely. put it in those words. And that's what, you know, makes great friends at the end of it. We're always hosting events here and there with Level Up Latina. We'll put some information out on our next event because we know that those are a really great place to come out and make new friends too. It's going to be an unintimidating environment, all about girl power, all about, and someone just said that about our podcast, like it's no bad vibes. It's all good empowerment and steps in the right direction and not feeling sorry for ourselves and growth, growth, growth. It's just the best Mm -hmm. mindset. It's what we are Mm -hmm. building this company on, just being strong women and not being perfect but being real we're building our company on that that we're not alone it's three of us so imagine our events like our events have that same sisterhood vibe where we come together no judgment just bring you like Beto said it's not easy to be you but this is the kind of environment where bring whoever it is that you feel like showing up as that day and you'll be embraced at level up latina events and even that's bringing yourself online virtual friendships dm us find us like be active on social media and start to build those friendships there it's it's a safe bridge for friendships yes and with that if you want to continue the conversation don't forget to message us on our social media at facebook instagram our handle is at level up latina or email us our email address is admin at level up latina.com or let us know if you're planning to get together with your friends for friendsgiving what are you doing? Tell us all about it. Please do. Because somos chismosas también. Queremos saber todo. Todo, todo, todo. Well, my friends, I love you girls so much. Because you are the bestest of bestest. Beto, you're my close friend. And Ceci, you're my best friend. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no best friends. No new friends. No best friends. No, no friends. I love you all the same. Like I tell my kids, I love you all the same. You know, that's a straight lie, girl. You know, that's that's a straight straight lie. lie. I love you all different. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You love all of us differently. And with that, we love all of you guys. Thank you guys for continuing to follow uh, follow us and support our our mission. And have a good one. Forget to level up. SLC. Ciao, ciao. Ciao.